This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. If I said the phrase GAP, G-A-A-P, are you familiar with that acronym? I've heard of that, yes. Okay. Tell me everything you know about GAP. What is GAP? Generally accepted accounting principles. I, I don't know what's in GAP. I never took the CPA exam. Okay. And never studied for it. So I don't know all the various components of what GAP is. Are there any components you know about what GAP is? Not really. Okay. No. That was the deposition of Alan Weisselberg, a convicted felon and former chief financial officer of the Trump organization. That deposition was taken in connection with the New York Attorney General civil fraud case against Donald Trump. Trial has resumed this week. Alan Weisselberg was convicted in the Manhattan District Attorney felony case against the Trump organization where Alan Weisselberg pled guilty and the Trump organization was convicted by a jury. I'm Ben Mike sellers from the Midas Touch Network. Alan Weisselberg's testimony today at the New York Attorney General civil fraud case in Manhattan was explosive bombshell after bombshell. Now, you saw at the beginning of the video, Alan Weisselberg stated that he is not familiar with generally accepted accounting principles. Here's what went down in the testimony today. Hat tip and shout out to Adam Klasfeld, who is in the courtroom and providing some of these updates. So the New York Attorney General lawyer showed Alan Weisselberg an agreement that he signed with the Trump organization's outside accountant, the Mazers accounting firm, showing his obligations, sharing data with the accounting firm. And here is what Weisselberg agreed to, quote, the statements referred to above being provided to Mazers is fairly presented in conformity with accounting principles generally accepted in the United States of America. In other words, GAP, generally accepted accounting principles, which Weisselberg did not know what generally accepted accounting principles are because he says he's not a CPA, which he isn't. Then Weisselberg was asked in cross-examination if he was obligated to provide the outside accounting for Mazers with contradictory information about valuations. Weisselberg then started to tell this long story and the New York Attorney General said, it is a yes or no question. Were you ordered to provide contradictory valuations to Mazers? Weisselberg then responded, yes. Then Weisselberg was shown this clause from his agreement with Mazers, quote, we have not knowingly withheld from you any financial records or related data in our judgment that would be relevant to your compilation. In other words, the Trump organization was signing off to Mazers that they did not knowingly withhold financial records or related data that in the judgment of the Trump organizations would be relevant to the compilation being prepared by Mazers. One of the things that Donald Trump's uh, lawyers have been arguing is that, well, the only things that we withheld, 
We didn't withhold anything that was material, but if we deemed it to be material, we would provide it. If we didn't deem it material, we could withhold it. And then the New York Attorney General cross-examining Weisselberg made it clear, there's nothing here that allows Donald Trump to make the determination about what's material or not material and not providing accurate financial data to the accounting firm. And so there, uh, again, Alan Weisselberg, convicted felon for fraud, had to admit uh, to engaging in misconduct there as well. Um, in another big moment, Perry Mason style moment in the courtroom, um, Alan Weisselberg was forced to admit that uh, the square footage that he used to determine the valuation of Trump's triplex was utterly false. Here's how it's described by Classfield. In rapid fire questioning, Solomon goes year by year, pressing Weisselberg, and Solomon's the lawyer for the New York Attorney General, pressing Weisselberg about his assumption of the square footage of the Trump Tower triplex. Weisselberg testified that he learned that his assumption was wrong, that it was not 30,000 square feet, which he used to calculate the valuation, which would have made the triplex like the most valuable property in all of New York by multiples, when in fact it was a 10,000 square foot property and they just used false numbers. So Weisselberg then tries to do the thing where he goes, well, I, I don't recall where, why I you know got the assumption wrong. He claims not to recall being put on notice that the 30,000 square foot number was wrong. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your wacky neighbor or some sketchy message board. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. And they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which helps with de-stressing and managing anxiety while breaking your habit. The first time I used Fume, I was shocked at how flavorful and fresh it tasted. It's easy to hold and perfectly balanced. Quite honestly, extremely fun to fidget with. The real wood material and sleek design definitely classes it up, and I feel pretty darn cool holding it. Stopping is something we all put off, because it's hard. But switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code LEGALAF to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's T-R-Y-F-U-M.com. Use code LEGALAF to save 10% off the journey pack today. So then the um, New York Attorney General's lawyer say, okay, you don't recall being put on notice 
that you were wrong about the 30,000 square foot, that the triplex, for example, was actually 10,000 square foot. Um, Your Honor, I'd like to introduce as evidence the first amendment to the declaration of the Trump Tower condominium executed October 11th, 1994. Mr. Weisselberg, do you recognize this document? Um, yes, it appears to be the First Amendment to the Declaration of the Trump Tower. You were the chief financial officer during that period. Yes, I was. Your Honor, I'd move to admit the exhibit. Exhibit uh, First Amendment Declaration to Trump Tower Condominium is hereby admitted. Okay, let's take a look at this document. Mr. Weisselberg, does this document disclose that the triplex's actual square footage was 10,996 square feet, not 30,000 square feet? Well, um, is that what this document says? Well, yes, I think it says that. And Trump's statement of financial condition, Mr. Weisselberg, claims that the triplex was 30,000 square feet. Is that true? Well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so is that false? Is that contradictory? Were you ordered to submit contradictory information to the Mazers firm, the outside accounting firm? Um, yes. And I mean, just great question. I mean, I tried to reenact what went down, but that's basically how it went down. Unfortunately, there's no cameras in the courtroom during the actual cross-examination. So then New York, the New York Attorney General lawyer Solomon just kept at it and go asks Alan Weisselberg, do you recall, by the way, a Forbes reporter reaching out to you for a press inquiry about Trump's net worth? What do you think Weisselberg goes? Uh, I, I don't recall. Okay, let's take a look at this email uh, that you received dated September 19th, 2016. Is this an email to you? Yes. Move to admit. Admitted. Okay, well, here we have um, Louisa Kroll, the magazine's assistant managing editor, emailing you, Mr. Weisselberg. Is that the email? Uh, is that an email you received? Yes. And is this an email about the valuation of the various properties? Um, yes. So you do recall now. Um, yes. Well, tell me about that. Well, Weisselberg, we spent an inordinate amount of time going back and forth with them. Oh, so you do remember, and it's an inordinate amount of time now. So you didn't recall now, now you recall. And then isn't it true that a year later in 2017, Forbes magazine's Dan Alexander told you that he believed that the penthouse was 10,996 feet. Do you recall that? Or you need me to show you another email, Mr. Weisselberg. And Mr. Weisselberg goes, oh, I, I don't recall. All right, well, let's take a look at this email. Um, Solomon notes that what's at issue here is an objective fact. You realize we're talking about objective facts. It is not 30,000 square feet, Mr. Weisselberg. It is 10,000 square feet. You want to know what Weisselberg is? Well, uh, uh. I never focused on the triplex. To be honest with you, I never focused on the triplex. I looked at the bigger numbers of Jeff McConney's spreadsheet. Oh, Jeff McConney, who previously testified that you ordered him to commit fraud on Friday when McConney testified. Is that who you're referring to? That Jeff McConney? Uh, uh, um. So that's how the cross-examination worked. And by the way, Weisselberg's been with the Trump organization since like 1973. He talked about working with Trump's dad, Fred Trump, at the beginning. He claimed to be involved in real estate for 50 years, but apparently doesn't know generally accepted accounting principles and is not a CPA, but yet is the CFO of the Trump organization. 
And yeah, started working with Fred Trump back in 1973, 50 years in real estate. And he received a severance agreement back in 2022. He says for, uh, which he signed, he says January 9th, 2023 for $2 million. Remember he served in Rikers Island uh, for his uh, criminal conduct. And he pled guilty in the Manhattan District Attorney fraud case. So disastrous day of trial again for Donald Trump. And here's, you know, that's that's the evidence right there, folks. And I'll just show you this clip. Here's Donald Trump saying that Weisselberg was the one who knew generally accepted accounting principles. Play this clip. To meet your obligation here of presenting the information in accordance with GAAP, was Alan Weisselberg responsible for that? Object to the form. I would say yes. Just follow the facts, folks. Follow the evidence. That's what we got to do. Evidence-based system. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers. Thanks to your support. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Midas Touch. M-e-i-d-a-s-t-o-u-c-h. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.